now let's check on Angel and Isabel. I will have Isabel in the back seat ducking to keep up the charade. Can you roll to escape a bad situation? Oh, hey, my legendary weapon uh, advances that move. Ten. Okay. On a hit, you get away and choose one. You suffer harm during your escape. You end up in another dangerous situation. You leave something important behind. You owe an NPC a debt for their aid, or you give into to your base nature and murder corruption. I'm gonna go with the tried and true, you end up in another dangerous situation. So, my question is, where are you taking Isabel? The plan would be to take a pretty much what Alex did, really, really roundabout way, and then winding up eventually at the mom's place. Okay, well, in your really, really roundabout way, you end up getting a little lost, which is not hard in Oak Ridge. And then as you're driving along, you realize, oh wait, I've been here before. And you drive by the house where the stranger's been staying as he walks out the front door. Shite. And you can feel the attention on you. But it's not just, like, a single person or entity. It feels like something much bigger mm-hmm. and much scarier is watching you. And Isabel, you feel it, too. Angel gets real creative with her swearing. <laughs> Isabel, what are you doing as you just lay in the back seat? That's a good question. Because I'm like, technically, you've done your job for the day. Yeah. Also can't leave. I thought you said you had a thing or you could get out. I almost took that one. I did not. Ah. Unfortunate. I have the words or wind instead. I mean, I have glamours, but... I can't... I think maybe while y'all decide how you react to the fact that you're now being stalked by the stranger, let's pan over to Windward in her very slightly shiny car. You also should need to roll to escape a situation, because you got at least one on your tail. And you weren't being very obvious. Once everybody else was set in motion, and the glamour was set, Windward, like, peels out of the driveway. As everybody else is leaving and heading in different directions, you actually hear the tires screech as they, like, fly backwards out of the driveway make like a tight quarter turn to get going in the right direction and like slam it into drive and are headed down the street fast. I don't even know that they're going anywhere. You gotta be real careful doing that going down a hill. That speed builds up fast. Care is not the concern here. The concern is drawing as much attention as possible. So I know that you said that there was definitely one that was following me. Would I be able to do a mislead distractor trick. Yeah, I, I realized as you described that, yeah, you were trying to get more of them to follow you. You were trying to be an obvious target. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and roll that just for funsies to try and get the, to pull the second one. I know that one of them is kind of canonically lost, but... 
I'll let you add a plus one because you are the car is glowing slightly. Lovely, because that was a five on the die plus two is seven, so that brings me up to an eight. You get to pick two. We'll say that like me drawing that additional wolf off, we can retroactively roll that as the second wolf is coming after me. So there's the one that went after Angel. And the one that went off that was just like, eh, Millie's not worth chasing, is now kind of going after me. Or maybe uh, I can always find her later. Yeah, I think, like, Windward drives for a while and then, like, ends up kind of cuts through a park, takes a, a road that's supposed to be a no-vehicles road to cut through, travels around with these these wolves hot on the heels of the vehicle. And then, can I create an opportunity to run one of these guys over? Yeah, you can create yourself an opportunity. So what would the move be for running someone over? Turn to violence? As you're driving, you get far enough away and then one of them like comes up and gets really close to you or something. Mm-hmm. Or you're, you start going down on Dead Red Road, or you have some way where you can either um, run him over forward or just back over them and go back. Yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and roll to see how the driving goes. Yeah, um, turn to violence, which is roll with blood. Because you've created the opportunity. <laughs> That's an 8, but it's a 7, because my blood is negative 1. Going down a straightaway, there's one of them that's that's getting close and gaining and like almost snapping at the back bumper, and when we're just like brake checks him, and like slams on the brakes, <laughs> and the wolf just like hits the back of the car, rolls over the top, lands on the hood. I don't know if it would roll over. I feel like it just crunches. Just crunches. Do you just hear this crunch as the wolf just splats into the back of your car? They may not be dead, but they get back up. Okay. So your opposition chooses one. Yeah. So what are we doing here? I think you're put in a bad spot, and for this, can everyone else step in themselves? So as you continue forward after having this wolf pancake itself against the back of your car. You look into the rearview mirror to see if anything's following, and there's nothing, and then you look away, and then you look back again, and you see a figure sitting in the back of your car. You know there's not actually someone there. They just appear to be there. And it's the stranger. Well, aren't you a clever one? Yes, I am. Thanks for noticing. You know, I've been looking forward to speaking to you for some time. For a long while, I thought you were just a boring old shopkeep, but you're a lot more than that, aren't you? Yes, I'm an excellent lay you should try sometime. But uh, I'm afraid we're a little busy at the moment. Yeah, you have a lot to worry about trying to keep all of your friends safe. All the people that you love safe. It's a dangerous world out there, isn't it? Yes, quite. Get to the point. Well, 
I have things I want to protect, too. And you and your friends seem rather intent on messing with that. I don't want to have to harm anyone, but I just... I want to be free to live. Isn't that what everyone wants? <sighs> More or less, but... It's important to count the cost. For instance, I don't appreciate the way that you're living at the moment. That's not yours. Yeah, it was unfortunate. I wasn't given much other choice, but... Give it another day and... I will be able to be by myself. I won't need to use a host anymore. No? Little something in the works? I've almost been here long enough. I'm almost strong enough to exist on my own in this wonderful, wonderful world of yours. Well, the thing that I want to do is to just, like, point the car near the direction of a building and then teleport to the shop. But we should probably try and keep Bart's body intact. He's not actually fully there. Oh, okay. He's just spectrally here. If you turn to look, like, actually glance behind you, there's nothing back there. You can just see him in the mirror. He's only existing in the mirror. Gotcha. So what was the last thing that he said there? That he's almost strong enough to exist on his own in this wonderful world. And what is the first thing you're going to do when you are capable of existing in this world on your own terms, in your own little way? I want to see everything. I want to do everything. Existence is such a wonderful thing, and most people just take it for granted, but no, I... I want all of it. I know it can seem like a lot to ask, but I just want to be free. <laughs> what is the insight check equivalent? Figure someone out. That is an 11. Which means I've got three... Figure someone out is just ask two. Yeah. He doesn't get to ask you one, though, so that's good. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. There's not like a, is this person lying to me thing, which is another move that I could have taken and didn't and maybe should have. You could tweak the what's your character hoping to get from... That's really the whole thing, is, is this what he is actually trying to get? Oh, hold on, I get to add, what pressing need do you have that I might be able to address? That's the one, I think. What's the pressing need? Yeah, so Windward actually just looks him dead in the eye and says... What is it that I can specifically do for you? Well, I wouldn't expect anything for free, of course. That's not how this world works. If you give me the time to do what I need to be as I want to be, I can help you get him free. That's something you want, doesn't it? I spoke with him earlier. He seemed very fond of you. Yes. Wanted to make sure you were safe above all else. But he carries a heavy debt. I can make that go away. You help me stay. 
worthy of consideration, if nothing else. Now, out of curiosity, why do you keep running? What is driving you from place to place? Because everywhere I've been, they've cast me out because they don't understand. They don't get it. I was a nothing and existence is wonderful and I want all of it. So I keep getting kicked out and squashed and puny people. Ah, I see. Now, stranger, I have looked upon the face of that which not only desires everything, but upon the face of that which truly is. And I chose to be here instead. The hunger you have is not a hunger that can be filled. It's not a hunger that's meant to be filled. And the last thing, where you two go on your merry way, the last thing that it would consume is yourself. And leave us all as nothing in your wake. Oh, but you see, there's so much more to consume. Get the fuck out out of my car. And do not speak to me again. He disappears. Hello, I'm back. Hello. Yeah, that was a minute. Sorry. (laughs) There was an alarming amount of, like, smiles and eyebrow action, and it was very concerning. (laughs) (laughs) I've decided what side of this fight I'm on permanently and forever, and I know where I stand now, so that's fun. Yeah. That's a little concerning. Uh, Tiny bit. Um, No need to be concerned. This is just the third time I've done that. It's okay. Angel's next actions are also going to be concerning. Oh, for different reasons, I'm sure. So, Windward, where are you going now? (laughs) I think I've got to go back to the shop. Everything else is handled. I mean, I know that, that they're not in the call or available, but... I imagine that they're indisposed so they wouldn't be able to pick up, but Windward calls Kyle, and it goes through to voicemail, and Windward says, Kyle, darling, I just had a conversation that was rather enlightening. You know that I love you more than anything else in this world, and I know that you love me more than anything else in this world. And the devil's always been a liar. Insofar as that he never tells the whole truth. I'll speak with you again soon. Stay safe. And stay sexy. That was, uh, oof. Hmm. It's a good look for you. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sure you're very busy. You have a lovely, uh, lovely evening. And, uh, be in touch soon. Kisses. Thank you. Bye. And hangs up. And you go back to the junk drawer. You do have most of the pieces that you need if you want to start. Yep, starting to put the pieces together. You've spent how long studying this? This is, yeah, no, you you can, you start putting it together. You're still missing the Edelwood, but... Mm-hmm. I'll get there. You have enough to where you can piece it together. Got work to do. Alright, so... Angel, what's your idea? 
Does Isabel have anything before uh, <laughs> before I do it, my thing? Because you're you're being pursued by the stranger. He's in a car. Okay. But it feels like what's chasing you is bigger than a car. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. All right. This is still a bad idea. I know it is. Anyway, Isabel. Angel will keep going for a while. Uh, she's looking for a place. Okay. Isabel's like, well, I can try to look like I'm kidnapped. Like, um, well, Merle's been kidnapped. But I don't know if they would believe it um, or if they would care at this point. Oh, there ain't getting one past that. Okay. Then I can try to get in touch with my boss and see if he can pull me out of here if but then it just leaves you do by that yourself. do it okay. I do it okay start i messaged george like sos need retrieval which i'm assuming he understands what that means that actually makes angel's plans easier cool yeah i'm just like wondering what does what does it look like as george retrieves you do you have an idea or yeah it looks like where Isabel's form was is slowly becoming mist and like fog and it doesn't move so it's not blocking to where Angel can't see through the rearview mirror but it does look weird it does it fades into like thick fog that sort of fills up the bottom part of the car and then it dissipates even though the windows are not open it just fades away and there's no one there but Angel, yeah, you probably see some of that. Not your first time seeing a fade do a weird thing like that, but it's... That's kind of always a little odd. Yep. Yeah, Isabel may have been like, oh, looks like maybe better to split. Hopefully see you under better circumstances. And then goes. So Angel, what you doing? So she's going to... It's late at night, so there's not going to be much pedestrian. So anywhere... An open space, a park, parking lot, something with open space so that um, if this goes poorly, there's no collateral damage. Cedar Hill Park, which is the same park where we had other weird magic stuff happen last time. Oh, perfect. She's going to stop. Calmly get out of her car. There's like benches and like a little picnic area. Lots of wide open spaces and places to sit. Mm -hmm. So, a bit of clarification. Uh, he counts as an enemy of my masters, right? That's that's what I've gotten from everything so far. Yeah. His plans run very counter to theirs. Yep. All right. Gets out of her car. She's going to kind of lean against it, waiting for him. See his car pulls up. Just a couple spaces away from yours, you know, respectful distance. There's no other cars in the parking lot right now. Mm. Actually, I think there might be one that blocks to some teenagers who are wandering around out in the woods or something. Or someone who's like, couldn't find parking at their friend's house that lives like across the street from the park. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, there's. It's late. No one's here. Any comes up to wherever you are? Stay, still keeping, like, decent, respectful distance. Bold one, aren't you? Angel reaches out, pulls her staff out. I've been called worse. 
That's a neat trick. You know, this isn't exactly the safest place to be alone at night. I've been in worse. I'm gonna say as he's talking to you. There's no glamour. He looks like Bart. Mm-hmm. Except for just the motions, the way he talks is just a little off. It's it's uncanny valley. So what do you actually look like when you're not stealing somebody else's body? I'm just curious. I don't really have a specific form, per se. I didn't really exist until I did, and I'm still getting the hang of this whole existence thing. This is just a me trying to stay in one place long enough to be able to exist on my own. Do you even know what you are? I am a thing that exists between things, and honestly, I don't need to know anymore. I can be whatever I want to be. It's kind of freeing. You seem just very relaxed posture. You don't care at all what you do to the worlds that you enter, do you? I don't know what you're talking about. I find all these worlds fascinating. And you leave destruction in your wake. Are you saying humans are any different? What if leaving behind destruction is part of existence? We don't typically tear apart the fabric of reality. I mean, it's not like I'm try to do that. Have you tried not to? No, trying to end up in any of these worlds is just... Humans keep doing things that keep creating more and more and more and more and I just keep slipping in. Okay, so I have a plan. I'm going to tell you it and then we can work out how to do it. And we can cut this out. It's my plan. Okay. <laughs> One of my let it out powers is shatter a magical spell, illusion, or enchantment with a touch. My idea is if I can touch him and I roll well enough to do it, I can yeet him out of Bert's body. Now I'm going to try it regardless of whether or not it- don't tell me if it's possible, but this is what I'm planning. So she's going to try and basically get it talking enough to... I'm probably not going to take him by surprise, but just off enough. I just need to touch him. Okay. He's going to keep talking as you do this. Mm. You've talked an awful lot about me. I'm curious to know more about you. I'm nothing special. Well, I mean, you could be. They weren't using you as a good little foot soldier. Doing what they ask, never answering any of your questions if you even dare ask them you don't know people half as well as you think you do i've learned quite a bit about people specific people that you dealt with in other worlds but that only tells you so much about humanity as a whole so why did you agree to work for whoever these people are i was given a choice between doing this or not. And what would happen if you hadn't chosen to do this? I'd have probably died on the streets of a drug overdose or alcohol poisoning like my mum. So, serve us or die, that doesn't seem like much of a choice. 
No, that's just the way it would have been. They would have let me go, I would have gone about my life, and it would have gone down the drain just like me mom's did. But it didn't. And now you are in a position of pretty profound influence. And yet they still don't tell you anything. Angel's pretty much done with this conversation, and yeah, she's just going to, like, lunge at him. He doesn't flinch. Yeah. Roll to let it out. Yep. Oh, my spirit's a minus one. This is... Oh, you little bitch. It's a five and a two on the dice. I have a minus one spirit. <laughs> let me make sure wielding my weapon while I do this doesn't help me here. Oh no, it's when you keep your cool you roll with mine instead of spirit. Well shit. <laughs> As you lunge for him, he just very casually catches your hand. That was a bad move. And you drop unconscious onto the ground. <laughs> Alright, I'm excited. I cannot wait. This is going so great, guys. Oh no. Fantastic. So, Billy, is there anything you wanted to, like, maybe talk about or do on the drive to the mom's house or maybe do once you got to the mom's house? So, Millie's got a bit of, like, a loose tooth situation in that she has this number that's just been sitting in her phone for several hours. She hasn't done anything with it. So I think she's just going to text. He's so cute. He's pretty cute. He's also pretty evil. But he is pretty powerful. All the red flags, which is exactly Millie's type. So she's going <laughs> to text. And it's just going to say, hey, this is Millie, the girl from earlier at the bar. And then a second text that says, I'm afraid I never got your name. And then a third one that says, what should I call you? I'm trying to come up with something that doesn't sound like just the corniest pickup line ever. Yeah, Millie's got some standards. The first text is... Well, I am glad to hear from you. I was kind of nervous you wouldn't reach out. It's not every day you see someone that gorgeous and get up the courage to even not give them your number. Millie just sends back the painting your nails emote. You really are stunning, darling. And as for my name... Can't really find one that fits me, you know? You have any suggestions? I think Millie texts back, no one likes indecisiveness. In that case, why don't you call me Charles? Or Charlie. Millie adds uh, the contact to her phone as Charlie Stranger Danger. And then I think she's going to send back, well, Charlie, I'm Millie. It's so nice to meet you. It is a pleasure to meet you as well, my darling. I'm sorry we couldn't have met in person. I was a bit tied up in some boring business deals, and perhaps we can meet up tomorrow. I think Millie's just going to send back, oh, perhaps, what did you have in mind? Well, there's going to be a lot of things going on for the memorial, but... We could also, you know, meet up somewhere more private for coffee or get lunch or find a nice quiet spot to walk around. Whatever makes you feel the most comfortable. 
Millie's gonna text back, it does seem rather gauche to plan a date following the memorial of a dead friend. Oh, I didn't realize she was a friend of yours. I am sorry to hear that. I wasn't thinking of this as a date per se, I'm more of a get to know each other, but I understand if you want to wait for wait a day. I still hope we might get a chance to speak tomorrow. I think she's gonna text back, let's play it by ear, comma, I might need a drink afterwards. Certainly. Sounds lovely. I hope you have a wonderful night. Delightful. You too. I think she'll leave it there for now. And he does as well. I'll say, when you get to the mom, to your surprise, there are several people already there. Probably recognize some of them. Being a theater owner, you've met some of the more important faces in town. Both people who are working as, like, judges in different political groups, but also some people who are part of different charity, humanitarian groups. These are the people who are, the, like, the unofficial leaders of a town, and they have been slowly trickling in all night. Being brought in by a caravan of odd, slightly unremarkable, rather beat-up-looking cars. Is Cole around? don't know if he is yet. He is taking care of business elsewhere, but I'm sure you will see him soon. Noted. In that case, I think I just catch up with the moms a little bit. It's been a hot second since I've chatted with them, and I'm careful not to mention the fact that I know what Cole's giving them for a present very soon. Yeah, Roma's the one kind of helping coordinate the drop-offs, because some of the drop-offs are happening on different parts of their territory, and coordinating the different kids and so forth, and, like, other people that are staying on the property to help guide people to the places where they are set to be staying. And Lydia's just sitting with you, and she's like, oh, it's... It's so wonderful to see you. It's been far too long. I wish it was under better circumstances, though. In fairness, what circumstances wouldn't be better than one that brings together so many friends under your roof? We have been preparing for this. There's something like this since that stranger showed up. Apparently his name is Charlie. Really? Hmm. You've gotten close with him, haven't you? Oh, I don't know that I'd say that. I've caught his eye. Best be careful when you're under the attention of powerful beings. Sometimes your decisions end up carrying more weight than you expect them to. Girl, you're telling me I died. I'm fine now, obviously. But obviously, you look wonderful, but Oh, thank you. You too. That is only one of the consequences. And in some cases, it can be the lighter one. Sure. I feel like whatever's going to happen the next day is going to be very, very important. Certainly. Well, I mean, you know, I learned from my mistakes. I can recognize the red flags now. Still charge at him like a bull, though. You can almost hear Angel say that, <laughs> even though she's not there. <laughs> 
Look, Millie knows what she likes, and she knows it's a bad idea. That doesn't mean she doesn't, you know, pursue it. Be careful. I've seen people pursue things and for what they thought was love, and if it's real, it can be worth it, but if it isn't, those consequences can be devastating. Well, certainly a uh, lesson I've learned over and over in my time. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring the mood down, just... I'm worried about a lot of things is all, and I've spent the past two days getting more rooms ready than I've had to in a long time. Mm. And we once had a visiting pack come stay with us. Talk about a mess, I'm still finding fur everywhere. Well, your hospitality as ever is on point. No, thank you. Do you need some rest, or would you prefer having something to do? You can put me to work. I've got a little energy left in me. Wonderful. Roma is looking for some additional people to help fairy people coming in. We shouldn't have that many more left, but... You know, some of them are starting to get some tales if I need to be scared off. They wouldn't dare cross our territory, but if you're looking for something to do and need to get a point across. Well, lucky for you, I have a lot of simmering rage and I'm very scary. Wonderful. And she'll send you off with Roma, who points you to the different parts, like, along the line of their territory, where there are some wolves trying to get a little antsy, and I won't make you roll for it, because you're already having a bit of a rough time. You just get to scare the shit out of them, because you're tiny and terrifying. <laughs> and now, and then, you know, you help until things eventually calm down, and then, if you want, you can kind of walk around their place. It's safe if you want to, you know, stretch your legs and so forth, or you can they have a room for you. It's nice and cozy and not perfectly aesthetic, but but pretty close. It's probably getting towards evening time, yeah? It's like middle of the night. So it might be getting towards morning. I am rather nocturnal. I expect I will probably spend the majority of the night kind of just patrolling just to kind of keep the perimeter safe. And uh, if if somebody happens to get a little too close or be a little too aggressive, I might grab myself something to eat. But other than that... It's not a boring night, but also... It, it gives you something to do. And it's nice to stretch your legs and not have to think about it. As morning draws close, I'll head back to the house, because I don't love the sunlight. Yeah. And of course, you are in a room that has thicker curtains that block out the light better. Because they all, they have vampire guests pretty regularly, so... The moms really do think of everything. They do. You have a lot of time to think when you, can never, when you are more... And now let's switch over to Isobel. You just disappeared, and you reappear with George, and you're sitting in a seat. Which, how he always manages to do that, you're not entirely sure. You've just stopped questioning it. And he's sitting there. He's got his staff with him, something he always has with him. And he's like, so, what's going on? Hearing a lot of things from a lot of people. 
Yeah, there's a lot of information. Thanks for that, by the way. The, the stranger was tailing a uh, old acquaintance of mine and I. So, I had to get out of there. They said they'd be okay, so I hope they're all right. So, a lot of things have happened. If you need to send someone to go check on them, you can. Actually, I think she'll text Angel, because she has Angel's number. Were you able to lose your tail? There's no response. Does she normally respond quickly? Angel's one of those that either responds immediately, or it's a three to five business days. <laughs> okay. I'll say with your position and George's organization, you do have the authority to send someone. Okay, yeah, I think I'll send someone subtle there, because their stranger was watching us, so the, the more subtle they can be to make sure everyone's alright, the better. You text one of your um, Seagir associates, and they leave to go check on her. You told them around where she was when you left. Yeah, then I explained to George all that I've seen and heard, the information I've gotten. Oh yeah, I also update George and where Marin is going to be now, so that way they can update where the drop-off is going to happen. He quickly sends a text to someone after you say that. He's sort of, let's say for lack of a better term, really seduced some of the wizard, one of the, some of the leaders in the wizard faction, and others he's blackmailing. So that's concerning. Um, Interesting. Yes, and then the lichen pack in the city knows um, that I worked for you. It was about time before someone figured that out. I mean, we've been we've been here what sixty years. Uh, time gets a little strange. It really does. So yes, the stranger was following my associate and I. They got some information that the stranger is possessing someone. So if we can remove them, their being from that person, that may help, but thinking of a non-lethal way to do so is a bit more challenging. Yeah, it would help immensely, but also incredibly tricky. There was mention of an anchor that was kept in the vault. There was mention of the vault being broken into, so I'm not sure where it is now, if it's not there anymore. Any idea who broke into the vault? I mean, that's a pretty bold move. Would you like to roll to put a face to a dame to see how, what you know of Kyle? Yeah. Okay, what's Kyle's faction? Is that wild? Wild. Kyle is wild. So still four. Kyle is wild. Goddamn right he is. <laughs> Question, did anyone say Kyle's name in front of Isabel? No, I don't believe so. Wasn't said, but when we did mention the relationship. Yeah, we specifically referred to them as Winward's boyfriend rather than by name. Yeah. 
So you have no idea who, but you do know that bit. Okay, that they're Winward's boyfriend? Okay. Yeah. It was... I don't know their name. I didn't get to meet everyone before I had to leave. But, um, looks like, it sounds like one of the people who did it was, is in a romantic relationship with, uh, Windward. This whole time he's been, like, kind of, like, leaning his chin, like, had his hands on top of his staff, like, leaning his chin on it. And he just basically face palms. And there's a string of things that do not re- need to be repeated outside of the Fey language. <laughs> yeah, no. That complicates things. Because if it's who I think it is, he's one of mine. Oh. Which you know he sometimes, George sometimes makes deals with mortals to help with certain things in his business. And you know he has at least one in the town. Oh. Oh, there's a... I almost forgot to say, there's... Also, the wizard we were with um, lost his power from a grimoire. He's been sort of playing along with artifacts, and that's why he needed the amulet. But the reason why he needed it so quickly is there is a memorial service made tomorrow, and the stranger's going to be there. That's when Marin is going to try to I don't know if it's win more people over to his side or try to help dislodge the stranger. But a lot of things sound like they're going to go down tomorrow at the around the time of the memorial service. Interesting, interesting. That's good to know. We might need to have some people ready to support whatever play they make, even though, yes, they've gone into hiding. I'll have some people reach out to the leaders of that neutral territory, see if we can lend support for whatever move's gonna be made, because we can't stay on the sidelines any longer. They mentioned that they're going to see the the moms? Yes, I'm I'm familiar. Whether the leaders of the neutral territory when you've been around as long as I have and as long as they have, you kinda get to know all the people that are also been around a while. Just comes with the territory. You also get to notice patterns. This is leaning up to something not good. Is there any way we can help disrupt that pattern? I have some pieces I can put into play, but I'm afraid of everything going on and with what this could potentially mean for not only the city, but this whole world. I'm gonna have to ask you to do something I never wanted to ask you. What is it? I need you to go back home and tell them what's going on. Now they might not listen if they know what's coming from me, but they need to know what's happening. See if you can get some help if you can, but if not, at least they can be ready to make sure this doesn't happen there. Mm-hmm. George, be- you you mentioned that you didn't want to ask this of me. Is it me specifically, or any of your fae? Would you like to roll to figure someone out? Uh, yeah. That's a ten. Okay, on a hit, ask two. And you get to ask an additional question, because you're same circle, same faction, this is your boss. Yeah. What do they worry is going to happen? 
with sending you back home or just with the situation in general? Yeah, he really didn't want to ask me to do that, so yeah. You don't usually see George looking uncomfortable, but he does look a little uncomfortable as he says. I know the folks back home have long memories and are no doubt still very upset with me about what I did. And nothing they can say is going to make me change that. I'm not going to give it back to them. And I don't care if I ever get to go home, but I haven't sent anyone back because I don't want them taking it out on you. But with everything that's going on, I can't do nothing, and I know you can handle it. And I also... I trust you. I think at that, Isabel sort of deflates a little bit. I, I don't suppose you can give any straight answer about why you don't care about never going back or exactly what happened, can you? Basically, I'm asking the who's pulling your character strings. There's a bit of a pause before George answers this time. And he's kind of staring off into the, the middle distance. When I came to this world, I came here out of curiosity, and I was also young and really bad with directions, so I got hopelessly lost in the mountains, and while I was there, I found something. Something old and beautiful and unlike anything I've seen back home, and I mean, back home is beautiful, but found something here that was worth protecting. And there came a day where there's only one way to protect it, so made a choice. Gave up my old home to protect my new one. Nothing personal. Not gonna tell you what it took or where I put it. It's just better, no one knows. Because it's it's not going back. So I think you said I get another question, right? Yes. Okay. Um, if you're in this circle, ask an additional question. Yeah. Another question is, like, what are they hoping to get from it? Ideally, does George just want people, or is he looking for another artifact or something that could help? So, by now you're both aware this is a big threat that this could possibly threaten more than just Oak Ridge. He wants people. He knows there's powerful people who can do kinds of wondrous things back home. He wants to see if maybe some of them will be willing to come forward. If not out of a desire to help, then maybe out of a desire to make sure this thing doesn't sneak into their world. And there's probably a little added bonus is just kind of makes an offhand comment. And, and if you go back, maybe I should save everything. Just remember to tell him George sent you. Okay, after learning all of that, Isabel's sort of deflates and says George, I am willing to go back and try but I think there's something you need to know before that I was sent here by another court they wanted information and I think you can guess on what but I, I see what you mean. This is, this is not like our home. It's more 
How do I put this? Although our home is beautiful, it is fraught with danger. And there is almost no one you can trust unless you hold a lot of power over them. And even then, you must be careful that you don't end up with a knife in your back. He just comments, if you're that lucky. Also say, he does not seem surprised by any of what you're saying. Being here shown me that there is another way, and while I'm not necessarily wanting to forget the entirety of my homeland, there is, I think, a better place for me, and I will try to get allies on your side from there, and hopefully if this all goes well, and I'm still there because you know how they can get for failed missions, but if I can, would you mind still having a place for me, even if it's not in my original position? He just smiles, and for a second you can see a flash of his draconic teeth and his otherwise human-looking face, and says, Just because I've been here a while doesn't mean I've lost any of my tricks. You think I would have let you get that close if I didn't know why you were here. You know what they say, keep your enemies close, and... Sometimes you find your best ally. Thank you. Alright. Yes, I will go to them and appraise them that there is an... What, what even is this stranger? An, an entity? It, how do I explain it to them that they would... Greed. Greed? Okay. It's greed. And it's here to consume. They'll understand. Alright. Then hopefully I will come back with allies. I wish you well. I wish you well. You actually go to the high school. Oh. Okay. The way into the Fae world, which no one knows, unless you're Fae, is... In the high school, next to, in the cafeteria, next to where they have the condiments, there's the world's most pointless door. It goes nowhere. Unless you're a fae. So you just park in the parking lot, walk right on in, so it probably comes to tow the car in the morning, and you walk through that door, and you're in a world full of magic that's everywhere and you'd almost forgotten what it feels like you're surprised when you walk through the gate to see there are many fae on that outside and they're armed and it looks like they're getting ready to shut down the doorway and as you come in someone's like oh he's well wonderful i was worried you weren't going to make it back you're facing the person who is technically your real boss, even though he may not have the same amount of loyalty as he once did. Come on, quickly. We need to get this doorway shut down. Your Highness, I bring bad tidings. Yes, I have returned, but there is an entity, a, a, an entity full of greed, sent to devour. And I was sent by my target to 
get allies to try to stop that because they are concerned that it would also come into the wild. And that's why we're going to close the doorway. We tried to get as many back as we could, but the affairs of the humans are no concern of ours. I was hoping we'd be able to get that back that damn thing George stole, but it doesn't look like we'll have the chance, so we're having the doorway sealed. You can resume your original post. The humans invited the thing into the world, they can deal with it. Your Majesty, the Fae Wyatt, the Fae realm is so well protected that not even an entity of pure greed can come in? This must be such sophisticated magic. I can let him in when we're ready for it. This is not a discussion I'm having with you today. Close the gates, and he turns and leaves. And you hear him muttering under his breath. Such a shame. Even you were made soft by George. And the people behind you are starting to close the close the gateway. But the gateway is not a simple thing to close. And notice some of the people that are assisting with the closing of the gateway are looking at you and they seem more concerned about what you said. So is this the only gate to the human world? It's the only official one. There might be others. You're the Fae. Fae always find a way. The way to bend the rules to fit them. The Fae who seem concerned. Does it seem like they have, like, they think I've lost my mind? Or that they're not sure that we can stop this greed? Roll to figure someone out. Okay. Or just just roll with mind. And I'll give you a... Yeah, roll with mind and I'll give you a plus one because these are your people. Mind. That's a four, so... You think they probably think you've lost your mind, but you know there are others who will listen. Other individuals you've worked with in the past that may be convinced to send help. But you have a lot of work to do. There is a way, and I think you are very determined to find it. Watching the gate close. The official gate. I think once it's closed, she turns to the, I guess, squadron who's there and says, well, I guess it's back to work. She nods to them and walks off. Tempest Malta is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is an actual play podcast using Urban Shadows 2E Quick Start Guide, and it's set once again in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I am your keeper and producer. My name is Zadkiel, or just Zad. In this game, I am going to be playing Windward Pudge, and they are using the Imp playbook. Hi there, I'm Maria Perry. I'm playing Millie Elza, your local vampy vampire. I am Ava Rogers. I will be playing Angel Day, the Sworn. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.